This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Welcome back to the Atomat Show. This is your host, Peter Kim. And this is your other host, Unji Kim. And it is Sunday, December 12th in the evening. We're switching it up once again, baby. And we're coming at you this holiday season. We hope you're doing well. <laughs> Keeping cozy. <laughs> Keeping familial. <laughs> Wait, are you doing anything? Are you going up to uh, LB's family for Christmas? No, we're not doing anything for Christmas. Uh, we are going away. Okay. And um, into the mountains. We're going to a place called Lake Arrowhead. Cool. Yeah. What are you doing for holidays? I don't know. We're going to try to... Family? Family. And then, like, we're trying to go somewhere. But then, like, you know, my husband's, like, freaking out about COVID. And today, my son got his second yeah. shot. The Midwest is a little nutty, right? It's right a now nutty, with, yeah. With the Omicron? Yeah. Specifically, like, <sighs> Michigan is really bad. Yeah. Michigan, I hear, is very bad. Yeah. So he's freaked out about that. So then we don't want to go there. Rightfully so. Yeah. It's not, it's not just, yeah. I don't know. I'm like at a place where I'm just like, you know, the people that. IDGAF. Yeah. Like, like the people that we hated a year ago is who I've become. Like I've just become one of those people like, oh, okay, whatever. Like I'm wearing my mask and stuff, but I'm not being careful. Like, you know what I mean? I'm being careful, but not too careful. Well, you're not like wash. Remember a year ago we were washing our fucking groceries. (laughs) Yes. You know, like bowing to each other. Like it got real, like we were figuring it out. And now we're all like all hugging and sharing yeah. joints. Like what the fuck ever. Truly, like I'm like that now. Like I'm not like crazy, but I'm just like, well, I mean, I'm boosted. I'm vaxxed. Like I've done all I can do. I've got three needles stuck in my arm. Yeah. What more do you want? I'm wearing a mask around. Yes. I don't know what else to do. I need to. I need to live. I need to talk to the people who are anti-vaxxing. All right. Yeah. Those are people who are making it bad, not the people like us who are trying to keep it chill. And then once in a while, we share fucking Michelob Ultra with a friend. Yeah. All right. Because we're watching our carbs. <laughs> Michelob Ultra. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> all right. It's time for kick-ass Koreans. Key. Yeah. Today, I am so excited to shout out my kick-ass Korean. Her name is Lana Cho. She is a writer slash producer. And she has just struck a multi-year overall deal. Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. With 20th Television. Whoa. Um, Under the deal, she will create her own content. She'll be supervising other writers, comedy dramas, etc. for all the platforms. She is currently developing a Korean dynasty drama called American Soul. Okay. An original project for Hulu. <laughs> which okay. is so cool. Her other credits include I Know What You Did Last Summer for Amazon, Four Weddings and a Funeral, the TV show, yeah. Timeless, Falling Water, Minority Report, The Get Down. I mean, this woman has been everywhere. Yeah. And she is a Korean writer. She's she's co-executive producing uh, this thing called ABC American Born Chinese. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like a kung fu like comedy, like, uh, like a action comedy type of thing. Okay. And um, it sounds really cool and uh, and exciting. And, and I, I've I've been following her career for a while, and uh, I saw the deadline article of her getting this deal. And this is honestly where I want to be. Yeah, I want to be Alana Cho. 
I can't wait to submit my self-tape for any one of these projects uh, and have her. <laughs> I never want to self-tape anything again. I want to receive the self-tapes and go, not you, not you, not you. Pretty, but try again. <laughs> no. and I, and I, I would hate to be casting position. I can't wait to be rejected by her. I'm so excited for her opportunity <laughs> to do that. Yes. To, to really uh, trample and uh, crush the dreams of so many Asian Americans. What a dream. Uh, what a dream. <laughs> Finally, Asians can trample other Asian dreams. <laughs> that are not related to each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so exciting. Lana Cho. Yeah. Kick shout out. Ass. Okay. My kick ass Korean is Alice June. Uh, mm. She is a, um, she has like, I believe the nation's only Makili brewery. Huh? Yes. It's in Brooklyn, and it was like five makgeolli years ago. Brewery. Yes, so she mm. got into home brewing makgeolli five years ago, <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's crazy. It's like the that's some Brooklyn ass shit. It right is there. Brooklyn ass yeah. shit, and it's it's Korea's <laughs> oldest uh, alcoholic beverage. And so, like, mm. she opened up a um, uh, like a, a brewery called Hana Makgeolli, and it's the only mm. commercial makgeolli brewery in the states. And she sold out. Whoa. Of, yes. And she sold out every single batch. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Good for her. And it's like there's nothing in this. It's just the thing. It's very, uh, it's rice, water, and nurok. Um, it's like the bacteria uh-huh. that you make that like. The yeast yeah, or whatever that, ferments, that produces it. Yeah, that, that makes yeah. the brew. And so the taste of the makgeolli like changes with each brewer. Like, But the thing that makes her distinct is that like everything that we are accustomed to has like a lot of like different sort of like preservatives and um since it's like shelved along with beer it's like packed in plastic bottles and it's like flavored mm. you know like the yeah. stuff that we like you know like yeah. Sh- yeah. and the, yeah yeah you know how it tastes bad and it's super sweet <laughs> like, I, yeah, yeah that's not how we should be drinking yeah. it <laughs> like you know Weird. how i told you now it tastes like um uh like uh like bong bong you know um. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I just had apple soju recently at a norebang. It's so good. They cracked it open for me. I was like, "Yo, I could drink soju." Oh yeah, it's this so is good. good. It's so good. But it, it's because it's just sugar. And so her, ah, okay. her brew, her like she literally worked for Deloitte, like mm. doing like the consulting if, consulting thing. Like if you're a Korean kid and you know this, like if you weren't smart enough to do this. Uh, to like go into the sciences and STEM, be an engineer. <sighs> then the alternative, if you're doing me- medicine or lawyering, you're like the other option is consulting. Like you go into business. Yeah, you know? yeah. So you're a smart kid. Yeah. You you could deal with clients. Yes. You could you could pivot a table. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I get it. <laughs> exactly that Excel spreadsheet. Like oh my yeah. gosh. Ooh, I was an Excel whiz. <laughs> oh my god. Thinking about the, all the pivot tables in my twenties. Cre- yes. All the yeah. Seriously. So much data that we're crunching. So and- much data. <laughs> so much stat- statistical insignificance that we are reporting to our clients and them going, ah, oh, I see a trend. <laughs> And, and you're excited to show them that after the pivot table, like you take that data and you turn it into a nice bar graph. And, uh, exactly. And yes. it's gorgeous. But like, so it's she, gorgeous. She, was She's, it. she might be 3D yeah. sometimes. <laughs> Primary colors. I like the pastels. Oh, I love a pastel. And it's the thing is, like, it depends on you know uh, the deck that you're creating. You know, she was doing mm-hmm. that. She was doing what was expected of her. And the then, grinds. Yes. 
And yeah, then the eight she, to seven grind. And then she discovered this love of brewing. Wow. Wow. This is inspiring. I know. Like just like the thing Fuck that she yeah. liked to do. And so she just, um, she gets everything from like the nudok from Korea, filtered water. And like, it's just pure traditional makgeolli. Um, wow. And it's great because it's like such an ancient practice as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is our ancestral booze. <laughs> Seoul, yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, the original. She took actually went to Seoul uh, to take a formal class, mm. uh, and then like met other people in the Makili community, and so um. they're trying to revive traditional. You know, I mean, this is such Brooklyn shit, but it's, it's our Brooklyn yeah. shit. You know. Fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> Finally, a Korean Brooklyn shit. And it's and and uh, the. Uh, soju, the soju, the ships nationwide. So if you go to the website Hana Makkeri, you can uh, order it for yourself. Or if you're in New York in the Greenpoint area, check it out. I mean, Greenpoint, trying- all the cool people, all the cool tatted, oh for sure, gauged out, oh yeah, Gage. cycling people. Yeah, <laughs> it's they're the coolest. You know, can I say they're that- like our bodies, fucking corporeal, man. Like whatever, it's a it's a canvas to be expressed upon. <laughs> Can I say that, like, I saw this dude once, like, a couple years ago, before pandemic, but it was, like, he was crossing the street, and he was wearing, like, parachute pants, mm. had, uh, <laughs> had like, bleach tips, and was wearing a visor. Wait, what year? What exactly. year? Exactly. What year? It was two years ago. It was right before pandemic. No. It was crazy. <laughs> I remember That staring, was me, 1996. Yes, I couldn't believe it. I was like, did this pan arrive from the past? Like, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, someone's that's so anachronistic, and it was like, man, that, what a weird look. Like, it looks... I was at a bar yesterday for a mutual friend's birthday. Katie yeah. Kershaw's birthday. Ooh, happy birthday, happy Katie birthday. Kershaw. Fellow Sag. Big, uh, big fucker. Fucker. Big fucker. Yeah. And she um, had her birthday at this cute place, and there was a bartender, um, a they-them, yeah. um, giving, like, very, like, kind of, like, hot 90s um, Backstreet Boy energy <laughs> with frosted tips. Oh my god! I was god. like, "What? It's, it's is this? This isn't ironic. <laughs> this is literally back to frosted tip, like, like Machine Gun Kelly. This look, you yes, know what I mean? Like, yes. it's like in vogue again. And I'm like, I, do I pull out the old Jenkos? <laughs> you want to grow out your little bangs again? <laughs> Yo, for real. I mean, I like, slick my hair back. It is like it's crazy because that stuff is. Technically retro because it was twenty years ago. Yeah. Oh, is that the definition of retro twenty? I think so. It's like what retro and then, or maybe it's vintage and like retro, vintage, and then at beyond that, it's like you know antique, antique. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, you know, yeah, we're retro. We're retro. We're retro, baby. <laughs> Retrospect on that name. <laughs> so I don't like really kick ass Korean. Uh, kick ass Korean. So, I love. I love that. What's her name again? Hana Makkeri? Yeah. No, no. That's the name of the business. Yeah. But what, who's the kick-ass Korean? Alice June. Alice June. Here's what. Go uh, support Alice and Hana Makkeri. I will not be because the great point about Brooklyn-ass shit like this is that it tells me I can do this in my house. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not trying to pay another Korean a red goddamn cent. <laughs> For something I can make. No, I'm just kidding. I would love to. I would love to try the Hana Makkeri. And it's the only brewery in America. Like, yeah. that's pretty fucking cool. It's not the first, but it is the currently. The oh, only. it's the only. Yeah. yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) All right. With that note of absolute business destitution and bells of chapter seven, we'll be we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Wow, December to remember. I know. This has been a really, um, it's been a cool December so far. I mean, the first week of December is always very cool because it is my birthday yes. week. I I turned 39, for those of you who have not been listening. <laughs> I have been talking about it for a while. And it came and went. It really did. Yeah. I kept it low-key on the day of, on Wednesday. Okay. I um, did what I always do, which is in the morning I get up, I draft a tweet saying happy birthday to Nicki Minaj, <laughs> who, who is my actual birthday twin, That's- day, month, date, and year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And even the same like time zone, I think. Okay. But, um, you know, we both have a very chaotic energy, so yes. it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, yes. And then, She's really, sometimes the shit that she says is so crazy. A little yeah. too much, yeah. <laughs> but I get it. Yeah. You know, she wants attention and she likes being a ratata, like a gangst, you know, like a, yeah. like a, she likes being a trickster troll. And I love, I love giving her that attention. Uh, me too. And um, I, I, I felt like other years I needed that trickster attention energy. Mm-hmm. And this year I just didn't need it. Wow, I, growth. I got up. Growth. Something's happening. Gross. Okay. Gross growth, man. <laughs> That's a gross growth. I I did not even feel that like much need to be like celebrated or and not that I'm in like a depressive mode. Yeah. It's more like okay, yeah, it's a, it's a birthday. Yeah. Like, what you, what are you doing on your fucking birthday? You fucking I've had 38 of these already. It's true. You know, so like on the 39th and it's especially because the 40th is going to be a big blowout yes. celebration sensation. I I decided to keep this very um low key, but I did go to dinner at um Major Domo, eee! which is Oh my god, it was so good. They do charge $80 for a um, dish called boiled chicken. How fucking dare you, David Chang? I I swear to God. Boiled chicken. That's what it's described on the thing. (laughs) It doesn't even say like um, poached um, waterfowl. You know, whatever. Like trying to make it like delicious. It's just just as boiled chicken. And it was hands down 80 bucks. The hands down, the most delicious thing I've ever fucking put in my mouth. Wow. That rice, they take this like super polished, you know that like really expensive white rice? Yeah. That they only have at like super nice Japanese restaurants or something? Yes. And they and they don't even sell it. They, in the store, if they sell it, it's like only in a small. Tiny. Tiny bag. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they, they have that rice um, it, uh, steamed or whatever yeah. made in chicken fat. Yeah, yeah. And then they brine the chicken in this in this Chinese wine overnight, uh-huh. and then they boil it, yeah. literally boil it in like I guess like chicken fat or whatever, poaching in chicken fat, and then they serve it two breasts cut up on top of this rice, and wow. it is that's all it is, and then they take the rest of the chicken, and they uh, use the carcass for a chicken soup, yeah, which it's their take on chicken noodle soup. So they take the dark meat. 
slice it up, put it in this chicken noodle, so hand-torn noodles. Yeah. And they bring it out as a soup after the course. So it's oh, like a two-course yes. two meal. Oh, my God. It was so good. I didn't care how much it cost. I was like... I was ready to pay whatever it was to fucking have this because I had been like hearing about it. I've seen YouTube videos yeah. of like Try Guys doing it. Yeah. You know, that's, I don't know if it's you. Uh, no, it is YouTube. I don't know if it's Try Guys, but it's that Asian guy who does like $8 fried rice versus $90 fried rice. Like, what's the difference? You know, the. Oh, I don't show? know. Yeah, yeah. He does like one expensive, one cheap, like eat versions of it. It's like, it wasn't really worth it to pay like all yeah, this yeah. money. Anyway, he did a. Um, episode of Momofuku's Boiled Chicken and he was like this is absolutely the best thing yeah. ever. And since then I have been wanting to go and I finally went on my birthday and get this we were sitting right behind David Chang ah! the owner proprietor and he oh was God. with and five star. other Asians and star and, star. Yeah. and uh, executive producer etc etc yes. author th- the whole thing right and he is sitting there and I I, you know, my our friend um, Susan works there, and she sat us n- near him. Okay. Because, like, and I told you this. I texted you yeah. saying, I'm going to be sitting right behind Wait, him. Wait, Susan works there? Susan works there. She's a host there. Crazy. And also, she says, like, yeah. oh, she, she gets 50% off. So I was like, oh, great. Like, I'll go. And I was like, order everything on the menu. I don't care. I'm going to get 50% off, blah, blah, blah. And the meal, the <gasps> check comes at the end. You know, and I had a oh, great no. time. And I'm like, whatever. I look at the check and it's full price. No discount. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And I and I just remembered like we only get the discount if we go eat with her. <laughs> and so my dumb ass like looked at the bill and I was like Ooh. <laughs> that boiled chicken felt <laughs> It was a completely sobering moment. <laughs> That boiled chicken went through. I was seeing what was it, it like? What, as he it, was like, like what, my eating, whole life flashed between, there you know, with people before for, my eyes. It was so good though. Good. Everything was so good. <sighs> yeah, he was eating his own food there with five other Asians that did not feel like family. They all felt okay, like contemporaries, or okay. Yeah, it was like it felt business cash. You tried. Not yeah. not yeah. family friends. Yeah. <laughs> so like it was very interesting. I couldn't overhear. I mean, I I didn't want to anyway. I tried. I tried. I was like, what are they talking about? What do I invest in? <laughs> Just okay. get me out of here. And um I I it was it was loud and it, we were on the outside part. So like it sound kind of got lost. So I couldn't hear much of what they were talking about, which is good because Eric and I were Definitely, loudly, openly, effusively critiquing the food the entire time, course by course by course. I will say, I said everything was good except for one course that I did have a critique on. I love that. uh, Which was the pig head terrine with fresh bing, which is this like flat Chinese flatbread, which was delicious. But um, it, it was a little one note. It needed acid, so I asked for yeah. um, some hot sauce. They had the uh, this fermented Fresno chili sauce, which absolutely changed the game, and it, it like it, it balanced out the entire <laughs> dish. So 
I was happy at the end of the day. But that was the only like slight misstep for, for me, David Chang, if you're listening. Okay. <laughs> I know you're an avid Ajuma listener, but that okay. pig head terrine needs some acid. I will say it did come with a tiny okay. piece of lime, but it wasn't enough. And I mean, also the lime acid, it needs heat uh, as well. Okay. How, I mean, but it's like, it's, like, it's like a couple of bites. Like, what's the situation? Is it big? It ate a little greasy is what I'm saying. Yeah. So you tried it and then you immediately asked for some heat. No, no. It's like four bites per person. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. And acid. Yeah. And they brought they brought the exact thing we needed and they brought Samjung out because it's yeah, like yeah. Korean inspired. It's not Korean fusion at all. They're not having like Tenjang Chige, but with filet mignon. You know, it's not like that, but it's okay. it's like Korean inspired dishes. Wow. And Asian Rich inspired food. dishes. It's but it's definitely okay. French technique. Lots of butter. Like you're getting like heavy rich food that mushroom like they they um yeah they have this thing called uh mushroom uh-huh. crispy rice yeah which is yeah like they take the nurungji uh of torso bimbap so they take a little crusette yeah. and they take the rice and they uh-huh. like heat it with extreme amounts of butter to get this like crisp bottom and they flip it so the wow. top is fluffy, the bottom is crispy. They flip it, put in wild mushrooms, and then they pour over a mushroom yeah. broth um, at table yeah. side, and they crack it uh-huh. for you. So you're getting the torso bibimbap like feel wow. of like the blasted durungji in the clay pot feel, but a completely different flavor profile. You're not getting Korean stuff. Like you're getting like, you know. French butter mushroom saucier shit. You know, like yeah. it's it's like if stupendous. you were like a, if you were like a Korean king. In <laughs> yes, exactly. This was just totally your vibe. It is <laughs> with a francophile twist. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds so good. It was so good, Unji. Like I oh I wanted god. to approach him for you. Specifically, yeah, I know. <laughs> which we, 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 yeah, but um, I didn't because and only because when he was getting up for dinner, I was like getting ready to yeah. like be like, hey, I was like, okay, do I call him David? Do I call him Mr. Chang? Should I come just chef? Say? Can I just be like, hey, chef? Like, what chef to mean, chef, what? you know? Like, chef to chef. Okay. <laughs> we can call him like Ajushi chef. Yeah, chef young name, you know? Or like, I even thought, like, maybe I'll just yell loudly, Chai Mogasmunida! <laughs> <laughs> And then you'll be forced to turn around and laugh. You know, like <laughs> I was going, that my head was racing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, and then I had all of that ready and he stands up, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, here's your chance. Go. And I'm about to pounce, but this fucking like young Ajuma from the table behind um, us Gets up and is like, oh my God, thank you so much. And she was like, can I get a picture? And he's like, okay, oh. sure. And she was like, chick, 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 chick. And I was like behind on all, I was like in the background of all her selfies. And then her <laughs> friend and the mom came up and was like, can I get one too? Oh my God, hi, hi. And you know, it's a celebrity sighting for sure. Exactly. So me and Eric are just sitting there like, okay, the moment's 
gone. Yes. I can't be the yeah. third fucking bitch that's like, no. <laughs> 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 Chefu. So, so I I miss my chance, but I I have a feeling we'll we'll hang out once again, and this time our Ooh. backs won't be facing each other. You'll be facing. You'll be sitting at the same table. Boom! There you go. <laughs> that sounds so good. It that was so chicken good. thing. That sounds like um, well, yeah, like what's that? Sai? Like you know the samgyetang. Samgyetang. I think it's a take on that. Yeah. Because they boil the whole like chicken in there, right? Yeah. With techu and all that stuff. Right. So I think that's the take on it. But it's definitely not like ginseng or like yeah. samgyetang flavors. Like it is French buttery goodness. Like what it is like to have a beautiful boiled chicken. I mean, it sounds horrible, but it's like. It sounds that's... awful. Yeah. It sounds awful, but it is hands down the best thing I've eaten in L.A. Did you have that with any kimchi? Do they have kimchi they, there? They don't have kimchi. Pickles? I can't imagine eating that no. without like no something. Yeah, you know? as acidic. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It it it's not for Koreans. Okay. I think if you go into it with this with the thing of like, oh, I'm expecting Korean, mm-hmm. you'll be disappointed. But if you're going in for a wonderful meal. Yo. It's also it sounds like a classic fine dining experience. It is. It's truly yeah. fine dining. I mean, I'll just bring my own kimchi, I guess. <laughs> I yeah. was gonna honestly make a stink and be that fucking Korean. Be like, you guys don't have kimchi, like so what a stiff fucking stereotype. But I will say more and more of my white friends come over to my house and go yeah. like, Oh, do you have kimchi? And I'm yeah. like I'm always like, What the fuck? They're like, oh, and then like always when that when I give them kimchi or because I usually have yeah. it, they're like, oh, did you make this? <gasps> mm, did you make this? I'm like, H Mart made it. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't have time. Make, I mean, sometimes I kimchi. my mom does, yeah, but like I have it, but I don't have time to like dig a hole, put this away. Hell no. <laughs> what the fuck? What you think? Yeah, I don't even have a backyard really. Like not like that. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't have dirt. And it's just all artificial turf. Yeah. I, that's interesting because like I, I have a. I, I think yeah. I, I as I get older, I just always want kimchi with everything. Me too. Yeah. It's I weird. can't eat without it. Yeah, I understand now We're why into my our mom. Parents. Yeah, because my mom. Anytime we go out, there's a reason why we always did takeout or pickup, so that my mom we could eat kimchi with something. You know. Oh <laughs> you can't be the family that brings the kimchi. Yes, I mean also. <laughs> That's actually a really good, cool scene. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. but like my mom would always just like, even if we would go somewhere and eat out. Like I remember we went to like, you know, every time we would go to like Old Country Buffet or Red Lobster. Like mm. you know, these are like places that we go eat, right? And she would always come home and have to eat a small bowl and with kimchi. Mm-hmm. Cause peapo. Yeah, it's like I, you're dookie, I, too much dookie uh, from Red Lobster. And also. It's not like you've it's had not a, a complete. Yeah. Yeah. You've been snacking. Yes. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And I feel that now. You do. Like, yeah. Like just a little bit of kimchi, something. Yeah. Something like, to just like take the edge off. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of taking the edge off, how was the ketamine trial? Right. So I went twice last week. <gasps> you doubled up? 
Because the first one is supposed to be twice for the first week, and then after that, it's like, you know, uh, you go once a week. But uh, okay. the first one was chill. The first one, a very low dose. Uh, what did it feel yeah. like? Uh, take us through it. Um, I've described it, right? Like, this treatment room looks like a college dorm room. No, we talked. the last time we talked yeah. and the audience heard about this, you were about to do your first one. Okay, right. So... The treatment room looks like a college dorm room. Like there's a tapestry okay. on the wall. There's lights. There's, there's a, a huge, huge photo TV. of Carmen Electra. Yeah. <laughs> no, different kind of dorm room. Uh, <laughs> there's. Uh, you that know, was my like, dorm room because I was really making sure people knew I was straight. So straight. So straight. I love Carmen Electra. Yeah. 19 year old boys love Carmen Electra. <laughs> have pictures of her. Definitely straight men have yeah. pictures of girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go. Uh, like, cosplaying straightness is so funny. Oh, my um, God. Welcome to my entire fucking life. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's like a tapestry, like, uh, lights, like, projection of the stars, huge TV that's playing, like, aquarium stuff. And, um, like, just, you know, <laughs> and that's the thing is, like, I remember, aquarium and you know this, stuff. like, stuff. Yes, you know, and you know that it's like the best drug dealer. You know your drug dealer is good if they have a huge aquarium. Oh, aquariums, not only are they expensive, they're expensive to upkeep. Yes, so that's a good drug dealer. That's like a, this, he's, he's pulling in he, money. He's, he's pulling in money Cash. and also he knows how to take care of something. Wow. And also, you More know than it's just good a drugs. client list. Exactly. And, and he's also one. doing the good drugs because um, – like aquarium is like a great thing to look at because if you're like at tripping, an aquarium makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like everything the no, animals I'm not are tripping doing right now. So yeah, I'm no, just saying does. everything that animals are doing mm -hmm. like becomes an analogy for what you're going uh, through. Okay, somehow. okay, yeah. Like yeah. It, like you can project onto you know how when you listen to music, I have no and, control like, over my life. Yes, a metaphorical just, human has put me into this psychological it tank. doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's just like it's whatever you're it's like whenever you listen to music for some reason the world seems to go make sense more. Yeah, sure, yeah and in rhythm with the music you're listening to yeah um, okay. especially when you're tripping so like the first time i did it it was fine it was like, it kind of felt like the first time i ever got high on um did they give you a meat. pill or did they give you no it's a nasal spray it's a spray okay yeah it's literally like um uh flonase flonase looks like that yeah okay so you, you spray nose. it, and then mm -hmm. what happens? Do they say, okay, just sit here, or are yeah. they in there with you? No. So You they just leave... sit there by yourself? Yes. What? Yeah, that seems thoughts. scary. It is scary. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> <laughs> but you're there, and they suggest that you bring music, and you have headphones. Oh, you can so bring like stuff. A... Yes. Oh, okay. I, I asked. I was like, can I bring my laptop? And she was like, no. I was like, she was like, you oh. want to answer emails? I was like, kind of. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. You exactly. want to like listen to music and like look at pretty stuff. And, exactly. Yeah. And just engage. And so the first time, yeah, the first dose, very low. It felt like smoking weed for the first time. Like when you're 15 where it's, stuff is mm -hmm. like kind of wiggly. Yeah. But, but you're also not super stoned, right? You're okay. like kind of getting, I felt very buoyant. Were you giddy? No, but okay. I felt buoyant. I just felt like less light. light. And, okay. and I realized, I think some of it is just one I just was forced to chill for two hours. Right. Oh, like, I yeah. Couldn't do, it was right? two hours? It's two hours. Of just sitting there. 
Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's that freaks me out. Yeah, and then being on ketamine though, you're chill. Like it's truly the only time in my life. You don't mind sit- that you're sitting. Yeah. And you don't mind I, that time is going and you're not no, doing no. anything. No, because you're thinking about stuff. Wow. What did you think about? I mean, mostly I was like thinking about what I wanted to do, but I was like also just 100% laughing at the whole scenario. And yeah. it was, I, I was just like, this is insane. Like, I can't believe I paid $100 for this. Like, I literally. That's cheap. But it's it's insane that I'm paying someone for the experience of just like Chilling. hanging out. In a, yeah. Yeah. In a, like a college dorm room, you know what I mean? It was very similar. Like I mean, I, I'm a 40 year old woman cosplaying a 19 year old version of myself. It's yeah, not like yeah, I. It's, yeah. not, it's not even like I had never experienced it. I was like one of these uptight people that never connected. With, I've done this before. A lot. Your pro- your problem is with the set your the set and setting. Like if it was up in a mountain next to a roaring fire and you could see the Alps in the background, would it be like? A different experience of, of course. course but that's not that's not also that's not something that like i don't think any ketamine treatment rooms are like that they're all sort of like this and um <laughs> depressingly collegiate yeah because it's like just supposed to be like you with your thoughts and i was like it was i felt very chill no did not really feel anything just kind of like lighter and also i think genuinely even when i was smoking a lot of weed mm-hmm. um you know, and like I smoked weed every day, a copious amount. Like I was a, I was a blunt bitch, you know. Like I, I was like, you know, bomb. Now you're like, just I, a blunt bitch. Yeah, <laughs> but truly, like I don't. I mean, I have a bong. I still keep it around for company. Like I, sure. I that's like I, I used to smoke a lot of weed, mm. but I never really chilled. You right. know what I mean? Like I was always a very anxious hang. I was not. I was a, the worst tippy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. no one understood what I was doing there. Mm-hmm. Like I. <laughs> Like, I, you're you like, know, how do we make money out of this situation? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone I hung out with, like, was just like, can you chill? Like, I was so intense. I can was so anxious. Chill? That is, that should be your memoir, title of your memoir. <laughs> can you chill? Can you chill? And, then, and the inside of the book is me going, no. No. <laughs> I ardently cannot. Hard no. And, hard no. And so... I will say that felt different because I was kind of like chill, chill, like genuinely chilling for the first mm. time in my life, maybe. Mm. Mostly wow. because this was like, I didn't come in with any expectations. <sighs> I had no idea what it was going to be. Mm. I was just like, okay. I mean, I was answering emails. I was like kind of like fucking around. Um, I was listening to a podcast. I'm not listening to music. I like did none of this correctly. Okay. And um, and I was like sleepy. You know, because it's like it's a dark room. You're just like sitting around, not doing anything. So you're kind of like napping and like whatever. Can you leave the room to go to the bathroom or no? Yeah, yeah, you can. Okay, you're not gonna piss into a bucket or something. Uh, (laughs) That would be very cool. All right, well, I'm out. (laughs) They also had candy there, so I had a lot of that because it tastes bad. What tastes like bad? The ketamine spray tastes bad. Yeah, tastes bad. Like the drip of it tastes bad. So we have candy there. So I had the candy. I had a lot of it. I did have to apologize when I left. I was like, hey, I just want you to know I ate a lot of that candy. And they were like, it's okay. It's there for you. I was like, I know, but I I, I ate a lot of it. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, the ketamine doesn't taste great. And I was like, um, no, but the lollipop tastes good. That's the reason why I kept eating it. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. having to do anything with the ketamine. At a certain point, I was just like, oh, cool, because there's nothing else to do. Right. And then were the last you, but, but were you bored? No, that's the thing. You were you were very, being present and engaged. 
No, I think I just like I was listening to a podcast. I was checking email. Like, okay, I was just hanging, yeah. and it was just like this great moment where I was like allowed to just chill. Like, I mean, there's like if I'm not doing something in a day, which like currently I'm oftentimes not doing anything, mm-hmm. um, but I'm freaking out about it. Gotcha. Were there moments that you noticed how you spoke to yourself, or did you? Not really. I mean, it was just like I felt I was thinking I did write a little bit and it was mostly like I wrote out like a new bit. I made a couple of decisions. I like was going about my day, Mm. but like in a much more chill, less fraught, less anxiety ridden, less judgmental way. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. I know. Wow. Uh, So I felt really. okay. so that was the first time you said bye. Sorry for wiping out your candy dish. Yes. And And they were like, it's okay." Um, uh, But the last 20 minutes. um, Oh, okay. I did have therapy. Oh, you talked to someone. Yes. Okay. My my psychiatrist came in We spoke uh, and I was like pretty ebullient. Like I was like, I felt good. You know, Mm. I didn't feel like euphoric or anything like that, but I did feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a good mood when I left. And then that lasted for the rest of the day. The next day, I felt good as well. When I woke up, I um. How did you sleep that night? Pretty well. Okay. And I went to sleep, you know. And I did also had didn't drink because I've been drinking kind of heavily, and I was like, just I didn't drink, and then you didn't need to. I didn't, but I just also stopped myself. Like I was kind of like more productive. Like I just a lot of the impulse control, like this thing that we talked about last week, like kind of wanting to fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck it up somehow. Yeah. It's like, be fucked up, fuck up this thing, not do stuff. Like, that impulse, mm-hmm. controlling that. Um, I just found it easier to listen to the saner voice in myself. Okay, wow. It was very subtle. It, it's yeah. not like I became, like, this hyper-productive person, but it was just, like, easier for me to do, accomplish a few things, you know? Sure, yeah. And um, then the next, then that night, I got kind of got super blue, and then um, the next day I felt fine and I started exercising and doing stuff. And then I went back, more intense dose. Mm. This one was a little different. This one oh. was a little, yeah. Oh, okay. I was, same, I was that, same dorm room? Yes, same okay. dorm room, um, different person. Was I, the candy dish refilled? N- yes, but they didn't have the lollipops I liked. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Already off to a bad start. Yes. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> the guy that was like administering it was like a little different, uh, less competent. Like he was like newer to the game. Okay. And uh, kept trying to be like have small talk with me, and I was like, I can't do this with you, dude. Yeah. Like I'm about to, you know. And so it was how much? It was a higher dose, mm-hmm. and then um, talking to myself. A lot of thinking and I didn't do a podcast this time so it was just straight thinking any music uh, yes okay and I picked there's a lot of if you look on Spotify <laughs> there are a lot of like specifically ketamine therapy treatment oh no way playlist playlist yeah. oh wow that's awesome that's very cool I know because I mean it's getting pretty popular yeah. so it's all about like very ambient mm-hmm. tonal things that are supposed to be like healing to the mind yes, and chakras yes. and shit you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i listen to and, and, that stuff when i write yeah it's too yeah. much i felt crazy like I was oh like, really this is why did i tell i did not tell you this i told jack <laughs> what peter i was watching this aquarium thing and i'm fully like 
I'm thinking. I'm thinking really hard about a lot of stuff, but it's not mm. like getting too intense or anything. I'm just like, I was literally talking to myself and thinking the way that I used to as a young person. As a child? Like, no, like in your 20s, like very big ideas, constant, uh. like thought, 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 thought. Uh -huh. Very vocal dialogue between okay. conscious and unconscious kind of things, you know? Out loud um, or internally? Internally. Okay, okay. But this is how I used to always think. Like uh -huh. it was very loud like that. Okay. And um, I was watching this aquarium thing and I started to, there was like a whole sequence of sharks moving through the water mm -hmm. and they're moving and they have um, a bunch of like smaller fish feeding off of them, you know, that's, they have that little, mm -hmm. little ecosystem. And I started to cry mm. thinking, cause I, I was like, I cried for you, Peter. Because Why? I was like, because Peter is a shark, and I, I imagine what? it's probably very lonely to be a shark, and so, um, to be like want to be someone's friend, but then the like if you are a shark and you don't know you are a shark, uh -huh. and you want to be friends with other fish, yeah, and the fish is just afraid of you, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, you don't understand what's happening because you're a shark. Okay. And it must feel really scary and lonely. And I was weeping for you. <laughs> and then. Oh, my as, God. And then as, as I continue to watch and I realize, but no, sharks, once they step into their power, understand that they are sharks and they don't need the, that stuff. And they have understand and step into their power. And then I started to cry because I was so happy for you. And so <laughs> Truly, like <laughs> tears streaming down my face, and I then and then as I'm crying, I realize what I'm doing, and then I start to laugh because I'm like, "What? This is so fucking stupid. Why am I? Why am I thinking about this?" Yes, yes. Peter. Peter's good. He's really. <laughs> I can't believe. It I, sounds it's... like to me you are looking for reasons to cry. I think that I You're in an probably, emotional place. I was or, in an emotional or place. Or you are thinking about that about me, like feeling bad that I don't have friends, which thank you. No. I appreciate that. Yeah. Around my birthday yeah. too, which is such a <laughs> joyful thing for you to do. No, not that you don't have friends. That like if you it must feel lonely to be like a shark that is hangs out hangs out with other regular fish. I don't know, hang because, out with other regular fish. What do you mean? Is that like, how you, know, you see yourself? I'm, I realize that I am a, I, I'm, I am not, I'm a, I'm a whale. <laughs> I have like, okay. you know what I mean? Like I, or a dolphin. Like I'm far more. Uh, Evolved? No, like I just like, um, I, I'm just not, it's not as serious. And I don't need to like constantly move. You're not okay. Yeah, yeah. You're not a shark. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that like kind of cutthroat thing in me. It's much yeah. more like, oh, ah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're you're a seal. You're I'm a seal. Yeah. yeah. I'm a. I'm like a little you're bit a more of a fool. Sea yeah. Yeah. I'm a fool. Like I'm like I want to be uh, looked at wow. by people. I don't have this like sort of like compelling like. But this is Drive. the thing with the yeah. Yes. But this is the thing with the aquarium, what I was saying before, like you will place 
importance on anything. Anything. Yeah. And it's like, you know, especially when you're tripping and like, you know, um, there's a lot of like scientific data that says that like animals actually don't have any sort of morality, you know, and like mm. they don't actually, we project human emotions onto mm -hmm. animals, no, yeah. no matter what their behavior is. And it's mm -hmm. very similar to like when you listen to music and you're walking and you're like, everything seems to be going into, your brain does that for you. Mm -hmm. What a gift, right? But that has no Always bearing on the Always finishing reality. the story. Yes. There's and a like story. Kind of tying, there's a meaning. Tying it there's, together. Yes, yeah. there's importance. There's meaning. There's order and uh, a pattern here that's mm -hmm. established. Mm -hmm. And it, what a gift that your brain gives you because otherwise you feel so chaotic and yeah. um, scary, you know? Yeah. Um, and dissonant versus <laughs> the, what your brain does versus what the reality may be, which is just like it is a cold, ruthless existence. Mm -hmm. And animals... Uh, don't have anything that's uh, similar to human emotions. It's their own thing because they're fucking animals. Depends. Fish for <laughs> sure. But like there there are certain animals like elephants and shit like that. They like have proven to like feel and grieve. remember yeah. and grieve. Yeah. They're fallen. So like I, I think we don't we project that we know about it, but we don't know. You sure. know did you and see that mushroom thing. documentary yes. on Netflix? Well, my son is really into it. I only oh, it's it. so it's so good. Michael Pollan's in it. It's amazing, yeah. and the the thing that I I've known a lot about the mushroom stuff because we do mushrooms, and Eric's very into. He's read like multiple books on yeah. psychedelic healing and mushrooms and yeah. stuff like that. And you know, he's doing what you're deal doing, which is like, you know, trying to use, you know, te not technology but science, mm -hmm. what we know as chemical science. To hope to start rewire some grooves, yes, or unwire some grooves in our brains, yes, that feels too heavy to take on anymore. Yeah, you know, at once it was maybe a survival mechanism, but For now sure. it has a become trauma. Yeah. a detriment to yes. our da daily well-being and the happiness of those around us. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I can tell you've been talking to him a lot about it. <laughs> But that that talks about how like there's an entire network of underground mushrooms mm -hmm. and forests that the mushroom the the trees use the mushroom net as like an internet to send certain messages to other parts of the forest when th things are burning. Wow! And they say, okay, allocate the resources to here, and then let the and then trying to let the burn happen this way. So like the forest removes itself. Crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? Yeah. Like get send all nutrients to the southeast side of the forest because that's where like I don't know, the saplings are or whatever, the great growth yeah. is, you know, whatever the fuck. So I when I heard that I was like, "Oh, we don't know anything." <laughs> They're talking all the time. <laughs> I mean, that's, They're trying to get rid of us. <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. As I was like thinking about this stuff, I was just like, I there was so much. I will say this. I feel like the first part, the first, I would say, 45 minutes of my treatment, my therapy session, uh -huh. um, was me like being embarrassed about doing this. Like just being like, sure. this is so fucking stupid. Like I can't mm -hmm. believe that you need to trip and do mm. this and literally because mm. it's like it's a little embarrassing it's shame like, it's yeah like i'm a 40 year old lady hanging out in a 19 year old room mm -hmm. there was like a huge beanbag in this session room i mean oh god <laughs> do you know what i mean and like i just like rolled around on it like laughing like about like 
how crazy, how stupid it is. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, I feel embarrassed, but then I will say that the ketamine seems to help, like, allow me to not spiral in that shame, not spiral mm. in that guilt, not spiral in that negative self talk, because otherwise mm. I would have just sat there for the next hour doing that. Just beating yourself up. Yeah. If mm. left to my own devices, I eventually would have started thinking about, like, you know, it's like, you know, whatever is happening with, um, this Kendall, like, you know, uh, Jeremy Strong thing, you know, I would just like thought about cult, you know what I mean? I would like some other bullshit thing would have like woven that in mm -hmm. and then wound up back, you know, it was happening with Kyrie and like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Like, why don't these fuckers get vaccinated and then back to the yeah. shame. Yeah. But yeah. with this, instead, I like kind of pushed through to like just a different thing. Mm. And, it, and there, there was just less, there was like no judgment after. Hmm. I didn't return to that feeling. Wow. Do you know, That's I, like, powerful. I feel like it is powerful because otherwise I think if I wasn't doing this and I was just in a treatment room for two hours doing whatever and mm. not taking a psychedelic, I for sure would have walked away from it being ashamed and that being the overarching feeling and takeaway from the whole thing mm. versus the journey. Yeah. Right? Like it's like it's forcing you to just be chill. Chill. Serious. That's all like, it is. Bitch, take a breath. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I will say that I didn't have the um, uh, therapy section session after this one. They just were like, send you out. And I felt like kind of dis like disoriented being like, because you do feel like fucked yeah, up. It feels weird. Yeah, because you after are two like, hours of tripping. tripping in a dark room and they're like, here's your parking validation. And then yes. you're like, that's and then in you an leave. Uber, that's and then it? you go back. Yeah. Oh, it's and in an Uber. Home. Oh, OK. That, you're, at you're least not that's that. To drive. Oh, OK. Yeah. They're, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I mean, I could have. Um, <laughs> you know. There you go again. Trying to I mean, I'm just sabotage. saying I've, dri I've driven drunker. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know. And we wish you would stop. <laughs> I'm just saying like. You know, I, it was, it, it felt good. I've like felt sort of, um, it is that, like that psychic colonic thing that we talked mm. about, like that sort mm. of like cleanse sort of feel. Um, it feels fine. I, I, I don't think I'm getting to the point. Like, so the whole intention is to sort of reach fully dissociative state. Mm. So like where you you're have outside no, your body outside. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that fully like psychedelic experience which yeah. i've never done and i'm not gonna specifically get there but that's what they're trying to approach i i wish you you and i could do acid together yeah <laughs> because i think that would help because yeah. i have been to that state yeah many times and it does help. It it just gives you perspective of how little your shit matters. Yes. Like how, like it, it, it not how little how your shit matters. It gives you it gives you practice. Like LSD, for example, it's a ten hour trip, right? But yeah. in that, <clears throat> you kind of live. It's ten human hours. Yeah. But it's like a full psychic year. Does that yes, make sense? It's a yes, it's the journey, yeah. that whole whole ordeal that you go through. Yes. It's like a That's thing. That's the rewiring. Yeah. That's the unwiring. And that takes 
years of work. Mm-hmm. It's speeding that up in a, a amount of time. And what the out-of-body experience does, slash ego death, if you get to ego death, is that you get to experience living. You're not dead. You're still right. alive. But without the attachments. It's almost like having an iPhone and then clearing all your apps. Like yes. deleting all your apps and starting from new and being like, all right, which is the first app I want to download? It's I mean, like that. It's It was really remarkable because like I found myself actually checking my phone much less. Because mm. like the, in the first session I was like kind of on my phone basically. Okay. They should have let just, you bring in a phone. But, I mean, you gotta listen to the music. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> oh, get true, your tunes. Oh, true, true. It's music. Yeah. So like, I mean, it's just like looking at my phone. It was like chill, whatever. And it was like, cool i was trying to like engage but with this one i just like wasn't i was just Mm -hmm. trying i was trying harder to like engage with the what was happening and my thoughts and one of the things i've taken away subsequent to the session is that what we're talking about are all things that like if you have even tangentially understood followed buddhism try i've tried to heal yourself and deal with trauma and have been in therapy in any sort of way like Mm -hmm. these are all things that you know or even if you're a religious person you know like this is small this is like you're one of this like this sort of um the annihilation of self right but understanding it and experiencing the smallness very different different. and being able to then put into practice yes because getting to that state because you actually have are doing it you are there that's what it is so that is what has been very different. And like, mm. I think so much of my own block about it, my creative drought, what have you, is so deeply entrenched in like guilt and shame mm. and like negative self-talk mm. and like, it's very self-fulfilling stuff. And it's like, everyone has those. I've just reached a point with it. It's just like incredibly toxic and I can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. So just being kinder and it's not even that I'm necessarily being kinder to myself like outright and uh, in a conscious way I just like I just um, I'm, I'm finding it easier to make decisions there's less whoa stakes. easier yeah. to make decisions is huge yeah because there's just less stakes yeah for me every single decision felt so fraught and with all possibilities mm. and every single decision also brought with it um, the possibility for infinite success and right. abundance and infinite um, failure <laughs> and, and, and um, poverty, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and like uh, uh, and scarcity. Yeah. So like when you're we're overthinkers. The- we yeah. over, we over extrapolate. It's a trauma brain thing because once you're traumatized, your brain is always trying to extrapolate the worst case scenarios so that you save your psychic self from experiencing trauma again. It's mm-hmm. a thing that we, and that's why trauma kids become good at nunchi and like yeah. reading other people's emotional states. Like there's like a sixth sense almost where you can like kind of get a feel out of someone's whole thing just right. by the you're way that. They- you're anticipating the slap. <laughs> <laughs> you're like. Always looking for it in your peripheral view. One hundred percent. I am always anticipating the slap. That's like, it. That. Like, oh, oh my god. god, you nailed it. That's it's the, the it's, new title. Anticipating the slap. 
That's so I mean, real, Anji. Like I Yes. I really do. And that's what my therapist Damien and this Ajima show has like completely become a therapy show now. I but, know, uh, I know. But I mean it is what we do. So like yeah. fuck off. But <laughs> <laughs> We'll get back to the regular stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're we're in a we're in a space, and you are too. So like, yeah, deal with sure. it. Um, my therapist is trying to get me to stop acting and placing myself in a place of vengeance, in a need for vengeance, and yeah. that is such a Korean thing that we all see in each other and also validate in each other yeah. all and reinforce within each For other sure. all the time. Yeah. So it is quite a strange experience to be authentically Korean American, but with within that trying to become a new version of Korean American where mm-hmm. we can be better to ourselves and break the bonds of shame that run our <laughs> our society, our culture, yeah. and, and is the backbone therein, which how every power structure is built within our nation and, you know, whatever we occupy here, it yes. has to be broken. And I'll tell you today, I, I hung out with a friend of mine, um, college friend. She came over with her husband and two daughters. These oh. beautiful little angels, two and a half year old girl twins, um, uh, n- uh, not identical twins, fraternal twins. And one is like sensitive and kind of sassy. And the other one's kind of like aloof and doing her own thing. Like always just oh. by herself, like count, like counting things or like collecting yeah. things. And the other one's kind of like, needing the the attention or whatever and i'm like oh my god that's me and she had the she just at two and a half she had this sass face of like are you fucking kidding me like just (laughs) i'd be like hey hey, what's up like you want some eggs you know like i'm just like being (laughs) stupid and she's look like literally side-eyeing me like are you can can someone get him can someone (laughs) What? Why are we here? Like she would just look at us like stink faced, and I was so, I was like, I am your fan. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I love you, but they were like, you know, um, they're very independent and running around like in the dirt and blah blah. And my friend was saying how like I'm very like free range about shit. Like it's just like yeah. this is the time to play. Like you're gonna yes. you're gonna be very soon not be able to be yourself school very soon yeah immediately and i thought that was such a like that was such a cool thing to hear from my friend who is an amazing parent and an amazing lawyer and like whatever like she's she she's cool and smart and the way she's raising these kids she's like i want them to fucking play yeah and like as much as they can because like that's gonna like start going away soon and i'm like that is so aware of you 
to mm-hmm. like imbue that. And these girls are so confidently themselves. Yeah. They helped us water our all our plants today, and they were like helping in the garden. And by the time like they were like, "Oh, right, we gotta go," they were like, "I don't want to go home." Oh. They really, yeah. That and I remember that feeling of having so much fun at someone's house yes. and not wanting to go home. Yes. And my friend tells me this is crazy because we whenever they go to someone's house, they're always like, "Ew, let's get out of here." Like. <laughs> Let's go home. But this was the first place they've said, like, I don't want to go home. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, like, Eric was, like, um, you know, teaching them about leaves and, like, which, yeah. which leaf did this come from? And he's, like, matching it to the trees. And, they, of course, they're, like, in love with him. Yeah. And I, I was watching her raise these kids and I was, like, we can do it. We can break this. Yes. <laughs> this is our chance to fucking break this. We can do it. And that doesn't mean that it's any less authentically Korean. No, it's yes. It, it, Korean, what whatever Korean is, is whatever we are now. Yes. There's no, it's it it's all additive. Like we don't have to be stuck in, and and, and many people from Korea has told have told me that like Korean Americans here are so conservative, and yes. Co- Koreans in Korea are like light years ahead. They've moved ahead as a country. Yes, because like the their culture. I mean, my cousins that came over couldn't believe how conservative my parents were, and it's like right. you know what's funny is that like as more of us and of our generation people are telling their stories and, uh, you know, putting it out there like whether it be via like, uh, television or what have you, just essays, books. We're telling our stories. All of us characterize, and so many of us deeply characterize our childhoods as traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you are rich, if you are poor. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you are in the East Coast, if you're in Queens, or if you're in Portland. Like, it just didn't matter. And it's like. It's universal. It's universal. And I think that kind of like is becoming like an indication to me where, like, oh, like, one, there's one, when you don't talk about it in a way where it characterizes it as trauma, so much of it is self. You blame yourself for mm-hmm. feeling that way. Right. Somehow, like, the trauma is something that you've brought onto yourself. And, you, and, that, you and something it. you deserve. Right. You deserve. And so, <sighs> as we ch- changed the story, and I looked at my son, and, like, you know, my son having, like, the confidence to, like, tell his teacher that yeah. uh, I celebrate Hanukkah. I'm Jewish. Aww. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the next day to come back and still like, and they gave him another sheet and he was just like, still Jewish. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't want to do this. Seven more days but, like, of it. And the thing is, that's not something I would have ever imagined doing in school. Mm. Like even if, you know, like I also didn't really celebrate Christmas. We weren't, you know, these things. So it's like, I could never imagine. But you just assimilated I, because of exactly, fear. Exactly. Your fear. kid doesn't have the need to assimilate. Right. That is He's so. What a goddamn gift. Yeah. This is I mean, what the I feel like the great emigration to America was supposed to be. For every for everyone who immigrates here. Yeah. No one comes here and be like I hope it's more restrictive and yeah. you know more corrupt I, I, than I, the country I'm leaving. Like no, that's not no what we dream of. Yeah, no one's trying to like come to America to be an unhappy accountant. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I hope they don't let me do what I want with my body there. <laughs> like that's not the dream. That's not the goal. <laughs> I mean, truly. And the thing is, like, yes, 
we have to make money. This is like such a deep part of the thing, but what success looks like. And I will say that like vengeance and this type of like pressure that Korean community has put on each other, mm-hmm. right? Because no matter what you say about like you, what you did to your kids, we also do it to each other. Yeah. Like it's like this thing like, oh, you do this, Alexis, this, like comparison, mm-hmm. all of it. It like it did two things. It did propel so many of us to success mm-hmm. at an emotional and psychic cost. Yeah, but it did push us there. Okay, but also, yeah. but on the other hand, if you failed, mm. you got fucked because you felt like you deserved it. You felt like you somehow like it just made both of the ends of the spectrum feel bad mm. and worse. You know, like even your success couldn't be enjoyed because you still weren't as good or as rich as someone else Mm. and if you failed and you were poor you felt horrible and so ashamed because you weren't everyone else can succeed except for you and you felt i mean that sounds like capitalism to a t that sounds like america to a t yes i'm trying not to be um you know this christmas season Mm -hmm. it's a very you know money money cash cash spend spend Consume, oh, yeah. consume season. Oh yeah, I'm it is the thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's the yeah. season. The reason for the season is to fucking show off or like to, I mean, you know, it is to like be kind and think about sure. others, blah blah. But it is a lot of buying. Yeah, for others, and I was thinking about that and how many and we we talked about this a couple of episodes ago about how how many people I have to buy for and. Yeah. And that I want to buy for, and what does that mean, and why, and what what am I doing, and how much do I? And I went into like how much do I have to spend? Yeah. What's the spend amount, right? Like yeah. And, and we value that. We value that ballpark. Like you're a fifty dollar friend versus. You're a two hundred dollar friend, or like yeah. you're uh, I'll I'll see you when I see you, and I'll bring flowers, maybe kind yeah. of friend. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how, and, and I've learned how to. This is a language I've learned. Gifting, yeah, it's a language, right? Like you mm-hmm. give and you receive, and you, um, you know, it's very stressful trying to figure out friends and who i buy for and what they might think if i buy for someone else and not them and yes that kind of stuff you know and i'm like yeah yeah. i wish i didn't have to i i guess i don't have to do it i could just be a person be like don't get me anything i won't get you anything bah humbug but i also like traditions and this kind of like Mm -hmm. giving and receiving and like i don't know how do you feel about this I, I, won't, I won't get you anything. Ah! <laughs> no, it's not you. It's not. No, I, I know what you're saying. I, I, I have a tough time with it because. And every year that, that circle kind of changes, right? It's not like. Yes. Every, if you bought the same people you bought Christmas presents for last year and this year, I don't think that's ever happened for me. Yeah, because they're like new people that come in that become important and they're like valued. Right. I, I, I will say that for me, I love to give gifts. Like that is like one of my love languages. I love it's it. Like, 
I do. I, do, I, I love, love it. it. It's like even when I had no money, I mm-hmm. would like make weird, elaborate gifts. It was always very yeah. elaborate. <laughs> that was the operative <laughs> word here. It was too, always too much. Um, you are a bitch that likes to show work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm really like I. Sh- I'm. It's too much. Like I remember. I went to my one of my friends' house like from college, and she had like this whole thing. And I was like, "What is this from?" She's like, "You sent me this. It was like a series of letters Ugh. and things that I had like typewritten out and like various words that I thought she would find important." And it was like <laughs> a whole thing. When we weren't that close, like it's crazy. <laughs> but I just like liked her, and I yeah. thought that she would like this thing. And you know. Um, I, there's like several instances of this, like with people that have come in and out of my lives that have, like treasure these gifts, uh-huh. and I like that. But I don't. I and this is how I approach giving, and I think this is the reason why it continues to be fun for me, is that I don't care if I don't get anything back. Oh, me neither. I don't care to, about the gift back. But that's the reason why it doesn't matter who I give to. Like if it's but do you that ever, valuation doesn't matter. But do you ever wonder like? You know exactly who you're buying for, and that's it. Like you have like a definite list, because my list kind of blurs. Yeah, I mean, I I struggle with like the. I'm not buying a lot of people. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying a lot of people with gifts. It's like oh, that's that's good. My my. I guess what I'm trying to say is my gift list has gotten bigger this year. Wow. And I I'm struggling with it, not because of the money part. Yeah. I'm not bragging. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I, I'm just saying that, like, now that it's expanding, it's making me go like, oh, okay. Now I, I I'm thinking more. Oh, sh- I, we are getting closer. I, I guess I should. I want to. Right. So you, f- it feels uncomfortable but, to place a value. Yeah. On a friendship and a, a fr- relationship is worth this much. Right. Right. This right. Is, uh, like yeah. you're a gift person now. Yeah. Oh, we're becoming way close. Okay, I, I, they won't care. I, Joe and Mike are my yeah. friends, a couple friend gay friends. We hung out. Yeah. We hang out all the time. But last year, I just, I, th- I think we did like a Secret Santa thing uh-huh. with like six people. But this year, like, I'm getting them a gift, like just as couples. Yeah. As a couple, you know, like here's a gift for you guys, mm-hmm. a thing. So now they've become like a, a personal gift friend instead of like, oh, we'll be involved in a group thing sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like it's evolving. Yes. Gifting. Yeah. And, and I'm happy to. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying that Mike and Joe, like I love you guys. And of course I, you know, like I love these guys and yeah. I want to give, but like because of that, I'm like now things are kind of morphing into like, oh, other people are, oh, should we gift? Like for example, today, like, I was like, oh, well, we're going to see these kids. We should have like a gift for them. We haven't seen them. It's Christmas time. Okay. I You're can see invite- why they didn't want to leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, and, and like, I want to be someone who like, if I'm hosting your kids, like they're calling, they're calling me Uncle Peter, Uncle Eric. Like, yeah, yeah. if you're coming to my house, you're going to fucking have fun. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have a little nice gift wrapped. Mm-hmm. And that's something you could play with that it's going to drive your mom crazy because it makes a mess or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm going to be that. That's me. That I'm that yeah. uncle. Of so, course. So now I'm like thinking about, okay, and I, I have to get her. And I'm like, oh, if I get these two girls a gift, what about my nieces, my cousin's daughters in Atlanta I met over the summer? They're like my blood re- related. So like if I'm getting these girls a gift, 
I really should get these new girls to get, you know, like, and now it's Don't like, force it. big, and now getting bigger and the list is yeah. getting bigger, you know, like. <sighs> I've, I've had a couple of years like that where the gift list was really big because I was like, yeah, you're, well, if I'm doing this for this person and doing this for that person, blah, blah, blah. And you start doing this. Yeah. The, this kind of like. Oh, well, if I, this person. Yeah, exactly. I would, you don't I would, do that I'm, anymore? No. Wow. Because if I have to make a negotiation about this person, mm -hmm. like, well, I have to get them a gift. If I have, if the words I have to get them a gift comes out of my mouth, I don't have to get them a gift. Versus I want to get them a gift. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Like, outside of professional obligations and like that list of like people that you, you know, as we a business. We talked about this. Yes, you and I off that, mic. Yes. Are you I'm getting saying, a gift? Then I'm going to get a gift. That thing, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> yes. But that, that is different than, because that, that's like, that's a, a relationship that is professional and is like a part of this is part of the your job i guess this is revealing that all my relationships are professional <laughs> well if that's the case and then yeah then yeah if they are sorry dude sorry for your success <laughs> yeah bitch sorry <laughs> yeah sorry you have all these people trying to help you make more you money you gotta do it <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I'm honestly like, no, no. in my mind, if you if it's like a friend <laughs> and you're funny. like, well, I have to get them a gift. That's not a person. That's you not a person you don't. You yeah, don't, you don't. If, want but the rest gift. of them, if it's a professional relationship, dude, come on. No, I'm that's not, the word, and not. it's a write off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> is it? Is it? Yeah, for sure. There's like literally a little thing on there, like you. Gifting you know is a write off. If it's a professional relationship, yeah. yes. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. I'll have to text. Like that's my... how that's how all this stuff. This this is how this is why people are getting you know the bi offices oh, that biz send out. Oh. Yeah, hair, everyone's taking get. You think all these people are getting Harry and David baskets? None of them are getting it written off. <laughs> Fuck no. It's a Fuck business no. expense. It's a business expense. <laughs> You're right. This is the, I'm not receiving these pairs because they love, love me as a client. <laughs> it's a write-off. <laughs> that makes me you know, feel I'm, way better. Okay, that makes sense for me now. Yeah. I'll do. I'll just write everything off. Write it you off, hear that, baby. IRS? <laughs> <laughs> this is a business expense. Yeah. <laughs> this is that. This that. <laughs> That quote, that audio sample of you just saying that, <laughs> that is inherently so Korean American. Like the entrepreneurial matter of fact of, bitch, this is a business expense. Yeah. That's not my money. That's my business's money. I got to get, I have to be out here shilling. Of course. I can't believe you're even arguing. You're worried about this. What are you, this is not feelings. Like, I mean, what are you talking about? I'm more, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I was joking, obviously. I don't think yeah. of my nieces as a fucking business expense. But, you know, that's uh, that's something that's coming into my life where, like, I have nieces now. Yeah, you can send it to them you for know? their birthday. You don't need to do this for this. If you're still talking, you know what I mean? Like, it'll be for natural. Christmas. If it's yeah. Yeah. If it's natural and it's okay, organically, and especially with, like, the all supply the chain shit like that. Like, yeah. who fucking, I mean, why stress yourself out about it? You're right. Like, Why you, stress myself out? Because I enjoy it. That's yeah, what I do. I anything, fucking stress. Maybe, you can all. You can if you want to do something nice. Why yeah. do Christmas? Why don't you do Hebedon? Uh, Easy. 
That's well, I'm not I gonna do. give them sebeton if they're not saying sebo mani bazel to me. <laughs> Bitch, this nothing's free. I'm not. Try, that's not the type of lesson I'm trying to teach as an uncle. That's not my ministry. <laughs> and that's there you go. That says it all. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Hey. Ka, 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 ka. I thought of a, a a fun name for me. Okay. Kiki Minaj. That's <laughs> eh, not that fun. <laughs> it, it, it felt more fun in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's good. It's good. If like, yeah, you yeah, ever yeah, do, yeah. you ever do drag, yeah. <sighs> yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> It's the section. It's the newest one. It's our favorite one now. It's called yeah. AMA. Bonobo. Today's question comes from Twitter. Um, this person asks, what was your best slash worst birthday? Oh, wow. I'll tell you my... One of my best birthdays. I think I, I, I think most memorable. My okay. Most of my birthdays are very... Even if I have a good time, mm-hmm. I don't remember them. Yes, same. I think I'm in a blackout. Yeah. Because, you know, we've talked about on this podcast, I have trouble experiencing joy. So. <laughs> you black out. I black it out. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm the newest X-Men. What's your power? I black out joy. <laughs> I live in a forever purgatory of zero joy. Um, no, that's not true. I, I, I have a lot of joy in my life. But I have hard t- I have a hard time receiving it, like mm-hmm. really receiving it, sitting in it. Yeah. It's that cringe moment of someone saying, "Oh, hold on, <gasps> happy birthday!" <laughs> Come on, everyone, sing along louder so Peter can hear. Happy birthday! He needs it. To you. Look, he's starting to cry. Really, <laughs> step it up. Happy birthday! He's not gonna remember Peter. any of this. Seriously, smile. It looks like you hate this. Happy <laughs> to you. Don't forget to make a wish. And then you do the whole thing and you're yeah. embarrassed the entire time. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like every birthday for me. Except for one birthday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that is my 16th birthday. Mm. Everyone's talking about sweet 16s. Yeah. Everyone's doing, you know, this, that, and the other. The boys all wanted to go like skating and then the girls all wanted to go skating you know like a skating roller thing, skating roller skating type of thing or like okay. bowling parties everyone okay. was doing like cool like are we an adult or are we not that kind of situation right because yes. it's 16 and you're really feeling your adult zhuzh at that point yes you are you, you think are. you know fucking everything I you know. just learned out you learned about fellatio you know what i mean like oh you are really like i'm a fucking sentient horny adult Yes. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? My parents don't have money for a birthday, sweet 16th no. birthday party. I damn as well, I'm not going to go to a, a fucking bowling alley because that's mm-hmm. what we do every other birthday. And I'm not trying to be that basic bitch. No, you're not a basic bitch. That's not you're who Kiki I Minaj. am. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds worse when you say it. <laughs> Especially would, that tone. I, 
I wish you could have seen your face when it came out of your mouth that you thought you were really going to be saying something. <laughs> I was I crestfallen, yeah. <laughs> so, what was I saying? Oh, so I, 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 I wanted it to be memorable. So mm-hmm. I said, me and my friend James did it together. His his birthday's December 5th. Mine was the 8th. So I was like, let's do it together. We'll get all of our friends, all 21 members of DBS yeah. and, and the girls involved, <laughs> bitches in black, bibs. And we will go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was our crew. I'm, the, the Virgin Squad know, I... and Bitches in Black. I didn't know they were called bitches in black. That's so funny. Okay. Bibs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was the nineties. It was a moment. It was a vibe. Yeah, I I know exactly. I, I know, know exactly. those pants. I know those pants. Yeah. yeah. The slightly flared pants. Flares. The yes. leather jacket. The tank yes. top. The like little tiny tank top from like Gap or something. With yeah. the bra strap. Oh my gosh. The clear this. bra strap yes. showing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was the, the lip look. liner. The I lip love... liner butthole look. Yes. yes. Oh my god. I like cat eye. You know, yes, and the Sangapur tape, Sangapur tape. So everyone's going around crying, like their eyes like trembling from not blinking for nine hours. Like they, you know, it's a look. It's a whole, you know, CK one e- eternity know, yes. for you know, like <laughs> uh, uh, Bath and Body Wash, uh, cucumber melon spray. Cucumber melon. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Curve. Like it was the moment. Seared into my brain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, here's what we'll do. We're going to go to Miss Saigon on a Saturday matinee show. because, And we're going to go to TKTS and stand there and get these tickets because Miss Saigon's been on forever. So like, yeah. there's going to be some tickets. Yeah. So we're going to roll up. And some people are like, I'm not waiting in line. I'm going to get tickets in advance. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'll join you. <laughs> and some people are like, we'll just show up. So we're like, okay. And we decided to get all dressed up. And then I had the brilliant idea of saying, since we're going to be in Times Square in Broadway, yeah. um, let's have dinner first. Or let's have dinner afterwards. Yeah. Because it's going to be a matinee, matinee show. So let's have dinner afterwards. I'll book a restaurant that everyone will love. The Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> You had 30 dressed up Asian people. Asian kids. Kids. At the Times Square Olive Garden, the biggest table they probably ever set up for us. Endless breadsticks and salad bar. <laughs> yes. I'm familiar with the deal. It was great. Yeah. Uh, tour of Italy's were going around. There was a lot of good stuff happening. And we felt like family. Yeah. And we and we, uh, we all watched Miss Saigon. Some of us got good seats. Some of us, you know, went upstairs. Yeah. And... It was it was a great time and I remember like really feeling like I really pushed James into doing this because he was just like Can we, let's go to Dorebang. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, James, no. We're turning 16. That's huge. We have to do this. <laughs> He's like, "Uh, okay. Sure, whatever you want to plan it." Like, "Leave it up to me. I'll do all the planning." Yeah. I'll figure it out. I'll get the reservations. It's going to be an event. Oh, my God. Making reservations at 16. I'm so... That's so adult. That's so it cool. was so adult. <laughs> I mean, we were 16-year-olds in the city going to yeah. a Broadway play and eating at Times Square. Like, come on. Like, what You're the like, fuck? 
You're like in Noel Coward play. Like that's like a theater <laughs> in the movie. A th- a theater, going to the th- dinner, dinner? In the theater. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love I mean, that. Th- I mean, you. Why else are you fucking living in New York, my friends? Why? But that was like a lot of my friends, if not everyone's first Broadway musical, and I'm sure most of their last. Yes. <laughs> They're like we did that one thing with that guy who ended up being gay. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Kiki Minaj shit. <laughs> you know that bitch always wants to go to a Broadway show. <laughs> goddamn bro- Rent again. We get it. <laughs> and then straight to the Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, I love what that. What a moment. I, I, I would say that I'm also... If similarly don't remember a lot of my birthdays because I typically plan out exhaustively mm. something and I'm always mm. like running around and stressful. Hosting. Hosting. Yeah, I've been doing that a lot. Like just yeah. come over, I'll order food or I'll make food and then just hang out. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, it is work though and for your <laughs> birthday. It's like mm-hmm. my best birthday was, I will say an experience, very similar except yeah. literally I did at 30, I went to Paris <gasps> you did 30 in Paris? Yeah. Wait, I did 30. I didn't do 30 in Paris, but I was, I turned 30 and then I went to Paris. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. It was probably one of the most like. How long were you there? Uh, We went from Budapest to Paris. Who's we? My, uh, my, then, uh, my husband and I. Okay. So we went and we a friend was my friend at the time was uh, living in New York and seeing a girl who lived in Moscow. Mm. And so they would meet in Paris a lot because I was like the midway point. Oh, my God. (laughs) So they were like familiar with the city. And one of my friends actually (sighs) lives there now and married a Frenchman and was like, God, I know. So it was like, it was like really, we didn't really look like link up a lot. They were, you know, we were doing other things. We were doing touristy shit, but it was just like on the night of my birthday, just like all everything aligned. I met up with this friend. Her husband bought us a bottle of champagne. Um, It pissed off uh, Max and this guy because they were like, couldn't believe the flex this guy was doing. And (laughs) they went up to like find out how much this fucking um, bottle of wine was. They couldn't believe it. And then they're like freaking out about trying to match it and buy another bottle like that. Oh and my then, god! Imagine your husband trying to do that now. Yes. He could, he would do that. <laughs> of course. Oh. Yeah, yeah of course. that's so sweet. Oh, but except he would complain to me about it directly. Then he just ah. like. <laughs> but it was just like that, that experience. And no, but it was like we got wasted and then wound up like. Um, wandering. So my the girlfriend of my friend also her birthday is on the ninth. Similarly, so we got like wasted, super drunk, very de- delightful meal. Wasted, uh, like walking along um, underneath the Eiffel Tower, and I'm like screaming at these te- French teens, like, look at this Eiffel Tower, like it's a m- marvel of modern engineering. And I'm like, <laughs> people are laughing at me. I'm laughing at them for laughing at me. It was one of those like, nights. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? And it could only uh, happen. Beautiful. It, it could only happen because I wasn't hosting. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't surrounded by these people. I could just help. You were able to be just loose. Loose and Carefree. like really a very and a liminal experience. It's an experience, not a party. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that's so magical. Yeah. <laughs> One of my good friends, Nalani, she's in Paris right now going to a clown school. Ooh. Yeah. That's a famous clown school. Yeah, yeah. She's she's with that one guy who's like super famous. And she's having a blast. And I'm like watching her pictures and it's really making me Jones. And, um, ooh, I'm ready for it. 40th in Paris. 40th in Paris. Oh my god! I'm excited. Gotta, I've budgeted uh, it. I'm ready to do it. I'm, I'm I can't. I can't it. wait. This that that will be your new best. That'll be my new best. Yeah. From what was your, what, what was sixteen your worst? to forty. Oh wait, my what god! What was your worst? I honestly can't remember. Like even the big ones. Like I can't remember what I did when I was twenty-one. I must have been in college somewhere. Oh yeah, I was at like that college bar that everyone goes to when they turn twenty-one. Um, and it was whatever. Like my friends were out. We didn't go to a Broadway show. We didn't do anything fun. Okay, and then 30, I was in Chicago. I think I was interning at I.O. <laughs> That's probably my worst, worst birthday. birthday. <laughs> it was like a Tuesday, and I was watching, I mean, I was watching um, Cook County Social Club. That's great. Yeah, so yeah. I guess in that way it was great. But it was sad because I was in a new town with new friends at yeah. 30. At 30, yeah. imagine. Oh, no. So painful. Yeah, that's why you're, that's why you're a shark, and that's why I wept for you, and then ultimately wept <laughs> for you again because of how you actualize. Wait, but okay, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. I know you're you call me a shark jokingly, and it's yeah. funny, and it's I I love it. Yeah, but is do you do you think that I'm lonely? No, oh. I think that it would feel lonely if it was like you didn't understand. Like I was just basically stoned and thinking about like a a shark who didn't realize he was a shark. Yeah. You know, and it's like it had to have been like parts of you as before you understood what you were. Like it had to have felt lonely. <laughs> like I feel lonely. Yeah. You know, like you feel like, lonely as in oh, like all the time. Like you you're not around you feel like you're lonely even when you're around people or no yeah 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 what do you think that is i just think i'm depressed (laughs) (laughs) but like you know i was like i'm also like just a weirdo like i've never really like it's fine like i don't it doesn't make me sad i don't think lonely maybe that's not the right word for it but it's like it doesn't make me feel sad i'm like i feel fine like being um like idiosyncrat like idiosyncratic and like different yeah i'm a, a, like a singular special person <laughs> you know what i mean you like, are it's like, you no. are <laughs> that's right i too am a kiki minaj <laughs> no i mean it's just like i think that i i don't feel like it's that like being lonely doesn't necessarily feel sad to me i just think okay. it's like means that you're alone right like you are by yourself, but I mean, the, but the thing is, ultimately, does that mean that you're not you feel n- not connected? Yeah, I think I that's what it is free. to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm not connected. I also like don't think that I don't have this like, um, 
need. I don't have the neural pathways. Yeah, I'm like, it's not only really, I'm like necessarily, I don't ever intentionally try to hurt anyone. I'm not mean in that way. I'm not mean spirited, but I, it's like, I think I'm very, I, I just like, I, I don't think I've ever learned that sort of like lo- how to be loving in that way. So it's yeah. like, you know, I'm not trying to make connections like that. Like we're friends and we will always be friends and that's it. Like what what else do we, you need to be around me all the time. You need to talk to me all the time. Like you need all the stuff from me. Like that's weird, crazy. I'm your, I already told you I'm, my, I'm your friend. <laughs> I'm, you just don't I want do. to show it. Yeah. I, it's just like that sort of. <laughs> you know, I just, I don't think, I don't, I don't um, cultivate or I necessarily engender you don't warmth call- like that. Yes. And yeah. I, I am the same way. Yeah. I'm very cold in that way. And yeah. what I'm realizing is that I don't do it because I don't. And we've talked about this too. A long time ago, we've kind of cut that part out where we mm-hmm. interchange in that way. Yeah. Where we kind of intimately connect in that way. Yeah. You know? And I think I'm... I, at least with my family and my loved ones, I'm trying to get to a place where I'm like trying to connect that way again. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to, it's when hard. you're always, when you're always anticipating the slap. <laughs> well, you know, th- I think I, that's what it is. I think yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. It's, you know, two sides of the same coin is I'm trying to assume there won't be a slap. Yes. And I will say that's that when tough. I, it is really, really tough. I, I think that's, I, I don't, I think that would radically change how I accept and experience love. Um, but like, I think at least with you specifically about the shark thing, I think the reason why I identify is like, I remember us having a conversation once about you being in a room and like having a lot of like, um, like sometimes like it's just like this person doesn't deserve your respect because they're not a shark. You know? And I remember this like conversation what? we'd had. I was I just remember this conversation with me? Yes. And it was Wait, step that back. I don't understand yeah. what you're saying. Who they don't deserve my attention. Respect. Oh, oh respect. <laughs> very different. They're very different. Very different. And um and it's more, I think, uh, in my mind, a reflection of like your work ethic and your like sort of singular focus, and like you kind of always moving and seeing the next thing, and you're not like ever resting on laurels. Like you're always looking for the next meal, you know. And it's like you're in constant but motion. That's so tiring. Yeah, I'm trying to be the little you... fish that <laughs> sucks off that the... sucks off of a big fish of another shark. <laughs> like I'm trying to be the little guy. I don't well, want to I mean, be the I... shark. <laughs> the shark is great. They're the, the apex predator, bitch. But I'm tired. <laughs> I'm sleep. tired. I want to eat scraps. Sleep. I'm okay with scraps. <laughs> but the thing is, that's what it is—the shark thing—and that's why I keep asking you about it. Yeah. is because I think I'm actively trying to de shark. Wow. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to, to relax. Sharkify. You're trying to shark up. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to shark up. You're I'm trying, trying to, to shark, shark down. down. <laughs> this is a shark down. Nobody move. <laughs> so actually, this is Shark Week on Ajima Show. <laughs> I, I'm trying to de-shark. Maybe not in insofar as like I don't want to be successful. Of course, that's always going to be. Yeah. 
I was I, 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 I told you did I tell you I met with um this the company that does Paw Patrol yes and you know they were talking about like yeah. toys and you know yeah. uh, it, it was a very interesting conversation about how to uh, they're looking for you know uh, writing uh, writers and stuff like that and, and and you know like talking about like how kids television works and like kids especially toy and play works and stuff like that and i've yeah. I had never even thought about that like what a play dynamic is and they were asking me like oh you know some people play doctors and blah blah and i was like oh i always played shop and she, she was like oh okay and i was like yeah, I always had like a shop and I had things for sale and people would yes. buy it off me. And I loved the ka-ching, ka-ching of the yes. um, cash machine. Like yes. I was just obsessed with the mercantile of it all. Like I, I made money. Yeah. I drew money. That was my I wrote, thing. Cut, yes. Yeah, right? Piles of it. I like lifting up my keyboard and that was the key cash it, register. The big get bills in the, uh, yeah. the keyboard. <laughs> Exactly. And then yeah. you push the space bar for the satisfying uh-huh. ching, ching, ching. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was enamored by the cash machine. Like yes. I. <laughs> so anyway, it, that all comes back to the fact that like, I, I, I think I'm just wired that way of like enterprising mm-hmm. to like buy, sell, whatever, you know, like that's yes. I'm just like uh, it, that kind of entrepreneurial spirit, I guess, of like new idea next thing like yes creating a new thing you know Mm -hmm. like and that comes naturally for me and that's how my brain just works but i would like to be at a place where i can do that and not it be the be all end all i i'll get evicted if i don't do it like the stakes of it is so fucking tiring you know like yeah i mean that's why that's why i wept for you (laughs) <laughs> but then I wept for you Thank again you. I wept for you but then I also wept for you again because there's so much power in being a shark you can be how about this you want to be the the fattest chillest shark mm. at a at a at a, like a sea world there's no actual danger <laughs> yeah you've got you have safety you're still a fucking shark you're still being a shark you're still shark ex- essence right but you get to chill. Yeah, I want to chill. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. That's a great. I mean, because like to me, it's like I think also maybe I have like a different perspective on sharks because my son is so obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. I've like. What is his I obsession know, with them? It's one. It's an apex predator, and they're like smart, really wonderful, like animals. Mm-hmm. It's not like they move into school and stuff. Like they have like very distinct they're personalities. Solitary. Yeah. Yeah. Hunters. Not all of them though. Sometimes um they hunt in groups or they travel in schools as well so like you know they have there's families of them that travel and together oh i didn't know that i thought they were always solitary no there's the groups of them that travel up and down they hunt you know whatever alone but it's like they still travel together there's a groups of them it depends on the type of shark And, and and also they it's like um they're also the apex predators so this is like the top dog this is the only thing that matters What? Like the rest of the ecosystem is there it to dependent upon. Yes. Yeah. And or it's to feed. It's buttressing. Ap- it's it's success. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's to feed the apex predator. Wow. Of course, that's the reason why people like. I mean, Shark Week is the most popular thing because it's an fascinating. It's it's like so. Um, there's like singular sort of animals that exist in the wild. Mm. 
I mean, come on. It's like and the lion of the sea. That's right. Yeah. Okay. What do you mean? What's not to like? It's fucking interesting. It's the only thing that you, that's like, I, I don't want to hear about the minnow. I don't want to care. I don't care about a fucking minnow. I guess minnow. I just don't care about any fish. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's a, I, I'm truly the mother of a child, of a, of a, of a boy. You know, this is, this is yeah. my life right now. Yeah. The boy but is I, just like interested that it's a killing machine and it's yes. like cool and it eviscerates its prey. Well, actually, the big thing with him is like um, he, as he will tell you, sharks actually aren't that dangerous. Humans <laughs> are. Well, yeah, we like peel their fins off for soup yeah. and stuff. So. And so it's like sharks are actually not that dangerous and are very, you know. Peaceful. Peaceful. They don't like just randomly attack. No. Yeah. So w- w- what is it like we go in their territory and they're like, get out of here? And usually they think that they're you're a fish. Oh, interesting. Not food. That's the reason. Yeah. Like they don't think you're a seal. No, they think that like you're. They might think I'm a seal. (laughs) (laughs) They usually think that's like the reason why when you're trying try to stay safe, they tell you like to make it clear that you are a person. Ah, okay. Because they're not interested. They're not. You don't taste good to them. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I guess they don't know enough to. No. Yeah. So it's like if you've never them. eaten a sea urchin, you're like, I'm not going to like look at that spiny shell and be like, mm, I wonder if there's something glorious inside. There's like truly gold. Yeah. Oh, my God. Next time you come, we have to go up to Santa Barbara. Uh-huh. And that's um, at Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. They bring in the sea urchins live. The boats come in and all the like <clears throat> other like it's wholesale basically like all these restaurants come down and like buy the yeah. sea urchins for the week and from that pier in so oh my gosh it's and they go up and down the coast with that it's and then you could buy it right off the pier see this is the thing i would love to have like i would like to eat 60 dollars worth of wholesale urchin you can and it'll be yeah. it'll be six dollars worth but it'll be 21 dollars. yes yeah and they crack eat, like, it. I, we cracked it right on the boat. He pulled it right out of the water, and we just slurped it down. Oh my god! It was. I don't think I've ever felt hornier in my life. Yeah. Like I felt certain glands inside my body, like yes, pulsate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a. There's it's a like when I eat I, certain oysters. I'm like, something is, is happening. And that's the thing is like it's crazy because I don't know how to swim. But like whenever oh, okay. I eat this stuff, I'm like, uh-huh. I belong in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Like I, it's I don't from know whence you came. Yeah, like I yeah. truly like it's you're right. Like at the same. You're time, also like, a Busan girl, so like it makes yes. sense. Yeah. Like there's the just parts of my body. Yes. Yeah. It's too bad I don't know how to swim. <laughs> it's a good thing, trust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this absolute bullshit. We love you guys. <laughs> Uh, Thank you for all the birthday wishes, too. Appreciate it. Uh, We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.